Sanders, what the heck am I looking at? When does this happen in the podcast? Now, sir, you're looking at now. Everything that happens now is happening now. What happened to then? We passed it. When? Just now. We're at now now. Go back to then. When? Now. Now? Now. I can't. Why? We missed it. When? Just now. When will then be now? Soon. Welcome back to the Jack the Dean Hammer podcast. Today I have PFC Charles Tight talking about entering into the best thing or the worst thing of your life. We will talk about this entering into the army pre-COVID and post-COVID, life after discharge, and go from there. So, co-host, today, how are you? I'm doing good, but once again, you lost me with the now who and there. My point exactly. Okay. So, you want me to talk about uh, the processing of getting into the army, correct? Yes. And you want me to talk about before the COVID thing? Because we're not at a post-COVID thing. No. True. Okay. It'll be, yeah. We'll be at the post-COVID soon. Get yes. your vaccines. Yes. Anyway, so entering into the army, uh, well, my uh, motivation for going into the army was to, you know, to follow that long line of military service in my family, right? Mm-hmm. So I, so it was in high school, you know, before the whole pandemic, you know, back when, uh, you know, dirt was still new, as we'll call it for now. We'll be saying that for a while now. Yeah. Flipping Butterfingers. You Butterfinger. I met this one Butterfinger at, at my high school who was a recruiting sergeant. And, uh, you know, the Army caught my attention. He set up a little table, and it, this was after lunch, you know. Uh, he, 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 if you've been in high school, you probably know what I'm talking about. So, anyway, I, I've been working with that recruiter. He got me in. He got me, uh, you know, he gave me all the information that I needed. And, you know, he even got me involved in, uh, you know, future soldier training that happened on Thursdays to get me ready for the Army and like that. You know, I I knew this was for me. Now, getting into the Army, the one thing I'll talk about is the MEMPS experience, the Military Entrancing Processing Station. And that place is called Hell, as I like to call it. Yeah. So, I first went there, you know... uh, you know, uh, here in here in Nebraska, about oh, I say about mm, a little over nine months ago. And uh, well, first thing first, I was put up in a hotel. You know, because you know they have this they have this thing at a hotel for MEMS people to stay, and then you know the next morning you get your breakfast, and then you get transported to the MEMS place for your processing and i went through the whole processing thing you know basically it's like getting the physical and uh getting uh and getting violated at the same Mm -hmm. time and by that i mean hernia checks i hate those (laughs) the worst part was when i was in the doctor's office for the hernia check when he told me to turn to the right and cough he had a framed picture of donald trump and then when he ter- told me to turn to the left, he had a framed picture of Joe Biden. And I'm like, are you testing my loyalty? I didn't say that out loud, but I wanted to. Oh, I would have. The one thing I did say when the doctor told me to drop my shorts was, at least buy me a drink first. And he was like, no. Oh. And the worst part was after the examination, he said, he offered me a jelly bean from his jar. And I was like, 
no. Oh, oh nice. no, thanks. Yeah, that was that's weird. <laughs> anyway, so with all this COVID precaution nowadays, we had to wear our mask inside, you know, which wasn't too hard, you know, it's just a piece of cloth over your face yep. or, you know, one of those disposable masks, just one of those over your face. So went through the whole processing and, you know, got about three things of blood taken out of me. Three, you know, three little vials. You, yeah. you, you know what I'm talking about? Yeah. Anyway, then after I got all that, you know, processing done, I was sworn in. You know, I had to take a note to the Constitution, to the president. And taking a note to the former president, Donald Trump, was not my cup of tea, but, you know, I wanted to serve. And yeah. I knew he wasn't going to be president forever, so. Yeah. Yeah. Yay! Thank you, Joe Biden. <laughs> Anyway, so then after that, I left, got back home, called my best friend, told him I got, you know, sworn into the army today, and then I had to leave for basic about, uh, about two weeks later, two or three weeks. I can't remember the exact days. Yeah. Anyway, the day that I left, I also had to go back to the mess place. They gave me a briefing on how to get to basic. They gave me my flight ticket, a uh, meal voucher. And then I was off to uh, Purgatory Psych Ward, which is Fort Jackson, South Carolina. <laughs> South Carolina, they talk like Liz, you know? They they yeah. talk like Liz. Dale, yeah. Dale, yeah. Yeah. And I'm pretty sure none of them sell propane. Woo! Propane. I guess you're Hank. I guess you're Hank. I'm Dale. God damn it, Bobby. How many times have I told you not to masturbate with peanut butter? It leaves a skid mark. You butterfinger. Damn butterfingers. Anyway, back to the story. Fingers are a conspiracy theory. They are hiding aliens. <laughs> okay, that's a different that's a different podcast. <laughs> yes, true. So getting back to all that, um, you know, once I uh, once I left from from uh, Nebraska to, well, I flew from Nebraska to uh, to uh, Georgia, and then I went on a bus from Georgia to South Carolina. Excuse me. And then I arrived at Purgatory Psych Ward. Our head drill sergeant got on the bus and he was like, All right, you bleep faces. You got exactly 30 bleeping seconds to get your bleeping A's off my bus, you flipping butterfingers. Go, go, go. We got chased off the bus. Then we entered the reception process, which is, you know, they received us. Mm-hmm. And they processed us. I took about a... Uh, that took about a week, you know, to get the paperwork filled out, to get our physicals there, you know, to get some more blood drawn for dog tags and to see what kind of shots we need to get our shots, to get our medications, all that. Mm-hmm. And then we were in, you know, we were in uh, with the uh, with the army. And then, well, then they loaded us up on the bus. Then they took us back to their, uh, you know, unit for basic training. Then we got fully, uh, in, then we got the full basic training experience about two weeks later because we had to do, okay, so when you get on the bus, you know, from the reception unit to your basic training unit, you're at basic training. But for, but for us, since we were in the COVID era, we uh, had to wear our, we had to be uh, quarantined for two weeks. So they call that yellow phase. Yeah. And there are exactly three phases, but yellow is the fourth phase that they added because of COVID. Okay. It's red, white, and blue. Right, it's the very hardest one. Mm-hmm. White is somewhat hard, but you know, it 
your drill sergeants become more of a coach than they are the crazy guys screaming in your face. Mm-hmm. And then blue phase, you're basically, you know, graduated. You just have to pass, you know, certain tests and they help you. And then you're fully a soldier. Then you go to AIT. And, uh, yeah, I, I only I only got through red phase because of breaking my ankle. You know, yeah. I only got through red phase. I broke my ankle, got discharged, and then here I am telling you this whole story. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, that's that's my cup of tea with the army. Okay. So, talking about discharge, what is the life like? What is life like after the discharge? Well, for me, what life was like after discharge was, uh, you know, I was more uh, disciplined. I was more uh, sculpted into a soldier. And uh, the worst part was I didn't get to serve because, you know, obviously injury and all that. Mm -hmm. So they basically broke me mentally and then sent me back home. And I came back home. I tried to unlearn some of the things that the Army, you know, put in me, went to therapy, uh, you know, spent more time, uh, you know, just at home because I didn't want, you know, soldier me to kick in and Mm. plus i didn't feel too comfortable around people not just because of COVID, but because you know it kind of gives me a feel of basic trainings yeah still so yeah in in time it's hard to get over what the army taught you and now i'm not saying my story is you know the worst of them all i mean yeah it's just a good example of what the army does to you Mm -hmm. it changes you basic training changes you I'm grateful for some of the discipline that I learned, but, you know, at the same time, I'm a little bit, you know, peeved that they kind of broke me mentally. Mm -hmm. Turned me into uh, basically a soldierous fruitcake, you know, a soldier, a soldier like fruitcake, as I like to call it. And dealing with uh, discharge, it was kind of hard. You know, there was that guilt of, you know, feeling like you let your country down. But in time, you know, with therapy and Mm -hmm. still going to church and all that, I learned to let go of that guilt. Mm -hmm. And I've learned that, you know, it's not my fault that I broke my ankle. I didn't do that on purpose. No No. one does want to go through that much pain on purpose. Mm, So in time, you know, it it takes time to get over what you learn. It takes time to get over the guilt. But you get over it eventually. And if you you can't get over it, then... uh, well, you should go back in for uh, in for basic. Me, I don't want to go back to basic. I want to go through ROTC. Yeah. Which is for officers who want to become, you know, United States Army officers. So that's my uh, that's my two cents on the Army. Okay. They kind of messed me up. But at the same time, the discipline helps. And uh, dealing with, uh, you know, all this, you know, it... Honestly, they gave me some tools to help me uh, help myself. And, you know, therapy and church helped me about my own demons. And I've kind of moved on from from that. If you ever think about going into the service, I want to give you I want to give you listeners a little bit of a warning. One, if you ever talk to a recruiter, they lie to you. And I mean, they lie to you. When I went to uh Mams, I thought I was going to get this one job, 88 Mike, which is, you know, heavy vehicle, you know, driver, operator. Mm -hmm. But I ended up getting supply, which I was fine with because it came with a $7,000 bonus. Oh, speaking of $7,000 bonuses, those sign-on bonuses, they're fucking false. Don't 
believe a god dang word of a sign-on bonus. And there are certain times where you can, where you think, oh, this is real, you know? It's not real. Sign-on bonuses are not real. They're just, you know, things to lure you in. They attract you by your greed. Don't have greed. No. No greed. Maybe and... I'll have it, but no greed. And, uh, getting on to the, uh, you know, whole army thing. If you think you're going to basic train when you leave home, you're not going to basic train, you're going to a reception. And that place is a lot worse than basic because, you know, you don't do anything and they just yell at you for not doing anything. So basically they get to yell at you for not doing anything, but you have nothing to do. Hmm. Yeah, so it's kind of, a, you know, a double-edged sword of a who's who, you know. And uh, also dealing with the uh, dealing with the army, it's not... The Army is different from the Air Force. The Air Force is different from the Marines, and the Marines definitely different from the Navy. Don't think one branch is different. Don't think one branch is the same as the other. Mm-hmm. And their level of basic training is different. Air Force, I think they focus more on you know the academic side, while the Army focuses on both academics and combat. The Marines focus on combat, and the Navy. I'm not too sure what the Navy focuses on, so I can't yeah. give you any information on the Navy. But basic training is how you perceive it. It's not, uh, you know, easy or hard unless you make it easy or hard. Mm -hmm. But I still wouldn't recommend anyone going in because anything can happen. And not to mention, you know, if you if you know that you're not ready for that type of discipline and that type of service in your life, I wouldn't recommend it to anyone. Now, if you want to do that, great. That's that's very honorable. But. At the same time, you got to know what you're getting yourself into. Your recruiters lie to you. That's a known fact. They're paid to lie. They're yes. paid to get people in. And once you get to basic, you're not at basic, you're at reception. And then there are so many other things, you know, that I didn't know about. Like, for instance, you think since you're signing up for a government uh, organization like the United States Army, you wouldn't get taxed, right? You would think. But you get taxed. You actually get taxed more than civilians do. Well, that's ridiculous. Yeah, and you're getting paid to serve. And, well, being taxed is no bueno. And if you do get a sign-on bonus by by some luck of a fucking miracle, <laughs> that's going to get taxed too. Yep. So let's say I did get the $7,000 sign-on bonus. You know how much of that I would have actually gotten? Probably like... 3270 yeah. You know... I figured, you know, f- from, you know, with math, from what I get taxed in, you know, from my regular pay and, uh, you know, just mm-hmm. kind of include that to the uh, sign-on bonus. Yeah, that's how much I would have gotten. Ooh, but wow. if I would have, you know, completed basic and AIT, I would have left the Army with about, you know, I would have left those two situations with about, uh, oh, I say about nine to 10000 at the most. Sorry, I had to do math there in my head, and math no, is not my right. friend. Oh, mine isn't, yeah. Yeah. And, yeah, that's pretty much all I have to say about, you know, going to basic, coming home from basic, and the lies that the government and your recruiters tell you. Okay. So, any other questions? I don't think so. Thank Glad you. to be on. Yeah, thank you, Charles. Nice talking with you guys. Yeah, um, I think the next one we're going to be kind of doing a serious one. I'll probably do this one by myself. So this one is going to be Dirty Butterfingers. I know. (laughs) I'll be doing this one on mental awareness and probably some autism awareness month. So thank you guys. Have a good day.